Hey guys and gals, welcome back to the S3 Magazine podcast. It's been a while since we last did one of these, so welcome back. Thank you for listening. Um, I'd like to first of all thank our sponsors. They're the whole reason we're able to do stuff like this. Willwood Disc Brakes and of course CRC Industries. Uh, those guys are awesome. Please check out their websites and their products. Uh, also, as you guys can see, we're doing a lot of cool stuff on the digital spectrum this year as well as with our print. Um, podcasts just in general, we have it on a ton of different platforms. You can see it on YouTube, you can see it on our website. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. We're on all those, so, so literally all over the place. Check out our website, www.s3mag.com. We put all of our content on there, uh, whether it's video, audio, and the actual stuff from the print magazine. So you got cool articles to check out all the time. Uh, check it all out, and of course, like, subscribe, comment below. It's been so long since we've done one of these, I, I, I kind of forgot how it works. And my game, my game is definitely thrown off. Uh, <laughs> everyone listening, and those of you watching, as you can probably see, things have changed pretty drastically since we last did one of these. Wooly's in a new house, I'm in a new house. As you can see, uh, they had daughters here, because my rooms are Pepto-Bismol pink. And uh, pretty, pretty princess purple. And uh, I've been too busy to paint for about two months now. But it's uh, now that I see it on video. You're like, now I'm getting kind of used to it. Now I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> now things need to change or else this is just going to become the pink and purple S3 room. I haven't decided yet. Um. Okay, so gosh, it has. It has been so long since we've done this. We kind of dropped the ball. What are we talking about? Uh, today, I think we were going to talk about press cars and dollar cars. That was our that was our topic oh, yeah. of choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think those are words that we kind of throw around a lot, both in our writing and uh, in our, our kind of day-to-day speech, and we don't realize that I think a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, awesome, and they don't really know what we're talking about. Right. Um, no, yeah, I, I kind of get that a lot. Um, Okay, so, and I, I, I really started to understand this after the whole Hellcat incident, which I guess we'll probably get into. <laughs> um, but yeah, people, you know, we kind of throw that word around, press car, media car, and then we don't realize that, you know, if you're not kind of in this industry, you might just kind of look at us like, uh, okay. But basically, um, you know, if you're a journalist, uh, there's some, some red tape to get through. Um, but if you do it, you can and get what they call press cars or media cars or review cars or whatever. Uh, what it is is you get approved by the manufacturer. So, like, let's say it's Ford or you know Toyota or Lexus or or Porsche or whoever. Um, and then Not there Dodge. Are, <laughs> and then <laughs> there are middlemen, um, concierge services kind of things. So, depending on what region you're in, they will bring you the car. Uh, you'll drive it around for a week or so, do kind of whatever you want or need to do with the car uh, within reason, and then they come and pick it up. And yeah, uh, and yeah so with the, a, with the idea that you are going to use your media company to write posts, do video, whatever about the vehicle. Yeah, so that's kind of what it is. You know, when you see uh, whatever the, the main you know, the auto reviewing magazines and stuff, that's all what it is. It's all press cars, media cars. They're all corporately owned cars. Um, 
And so that's different from a dollar car in that uh, dollar cars are kind of a case-by-case -case thing depending on the manufacturer. But when you hear people talk about dollar cars, basically um, they will offer up cars to uh, builders in the industry. I guess you call them influencers now. or Usually it is more of an industry thing. So yeah. it might be a little bit less of an influencer, more of a uh, shop or a builder or... or you know, these kind of guys get these cars for literally a dollar because it has to be sold for something. So it's sold for a dollar. Yeah. Um, and then they build them up. And, and the car, in a lot of cases, is, is theirs when they're done. In some cases, it's not theirs. Uh, sometimes those cars don't even have VIN numbers or whatever. Um, but it has to kind of... There's, there's a schedule for it um, in most cases. So it specifically has to... To follow, you know, the SEMA show, the auto shows, stuff like that. Um, yeah, they're and, they're basically just big, expensive <clears throat> marketing tools, um, and and I would say ninety nine point nine percent of them like are have to go to SEMA, especially yeah. if they're going to be modified. Well, cars. that's something you guys can just you know go to SEMA.com and and put your email in there, and you'll get SEMA newsletters. And if you start um, watching those newsletters and stuff, they'll they'll tell you. You know, okay, Ford's looking, you know, Ford's, um, uh, you know, looking for people for their dollar cars. They've got a Mustang, you know, or they're looking for Mustangs, they're looking for F-150s or whatever. And then you have to pitch it to them and, and basically come up with some sort of, you know, yeah. presentation. Um, so, yeah, that's the difference. Um, you know, and, and so the press cars we've been getting for quite some time. Uh, and... Doing pretty well with overall until <laughs> until the Hellcat, and that's kind of what brought this up. I don't know if you guys saw it's the so so um, you know the local uh, company that caters you know for Dodge and and Fiat. They brought a um, a Challenger Hellcat Red Eye. Uh, so they came and dropped off this big bad orange Red Eye at my house, right and. Uh, and I had it for a week, and I don't know if you guys saw the video, but we ended up putting it uh, through a mailbox. There you go. Don't be shy about it. Don't be shy about it. Tell them what happened. I'm trying to set the Oak stage. Open chest here. out, known it. Oh um, yeah, you know, showing off for a damn. See, here's the thing. We we're you know this this podcast, you know, and and we're having to do more of this digital stuff, right? So we no longer take a, a car and just go park it somewhere and do some video or do some, some photographs of it. Now you gotta do video. So we had a video guy out here and um we were screwing around a little bit. We had it, you know, on kind of a closed off road and everything and um and turned traction control off, which you've gotta really respect <laughs> the traction control on a Hellcat red eye. Um, yeah. But we had it off because we were trying to get uh, some launching type of shots, you know, and, and any of you guys that have messed with video at all, you know, like to make something look a little wild on video, you pretty much got to have it be pretty wild, right? So a little sideways, you got to be a lot of sideways, stuff like that. So we were messing around. Long story short, I was showing off, um, not like on purpose, but just trying to get that shot. And it was one of those things like when you're a kid and your parents tell you to come inside off the bike and you're like, no, wait, one more time. I'm just going to ramp this thing one more time. That's when you break your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened. You know, we were done done with the shoot and, and uh, the video guy was like, man, I'd like to get one more shot of you like, you know, just going past me. So I'm going to put the camera on the back of the car and then you just kind of get into it and go past me. And uh, 
traction control was apparently still off. <laughs> you know, I forgot to turn. I forgot. Yeah. Ahead. Oh no, I was in track mode. Traction control was. You can turn traction control off on that car, and it's not really off. But like they stage it so you can do like you know street traction control, um, track traction control, and then if you really press it for like ten full seconds, it's like okay, we're doing this, <laughs> and it goes full off. And so that's where we had it when we were doing kind of that that you know line lock and and these low speed launches we were trying to get for the video. So anyway, he uh, flags me by one last time, and it was kind of like, oh crap, now okay. And so I went and put my foot in it, and that thing just you know, snaps around before you even can figure out what the heck happened. You know, um, I think it was the second to third shift that kind of did it, right? Well, I think what. It, what's in my head might not be reality. (laughs) In my mind, I was convinced that everything was fine until you, you know, I had the paddle shifters. And so you pop third or whatever, and then it just went right and went right around. Um, But when I go back and look at the tire marks, man, it was, it, there are marks all from the time I stepped on the gas all the way out past the car and then off into the mailbox. But anyway, that's okay. We digress. I'm mostly pissed because you crashed it so early in the week that I never got to drive the car. That's what I'm most irritated about. But the video itself, if you guys haven't seen it, please go to YouTube and watch well, it. Well, okay, so it's there's kind two of things, funny as hell the way that it came came yeah, out. Y'all are not gonna believe this, but the mailbox belonged to the sheriff. It was yep. the freaking sheriff's house mailbox, whatever. Um so of all the luck, you know, you you end up going and and she had it was a she she had just gotten home um, from her shift, so she was like in the garage, you know, when she hears all this, and um, and you know ended up working. I mean, it it, it went as great as it could have. She was uh, super cool about the whole situation and 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 all of that. Um, but anyway. It's just kind of ironic and funny that we get this orange Mopar and we literally dukes a hazard it through the sheriff's mailbox. That aside, we're like, oh man, like I've never had an incident with a press car in like what, five years now or something yeah. like that. Um, so, you know, I got to call the, the regional guy, <laughs> the guy that's in Atlanta and explain what happened. And that's equivalent to like calling your dad when you crashed his car and you're a teenager. You know, so I call him and and keep in mind, this is mid loan, right? So they dropped it off on like a Tuesday. This is Thursday or something. And so he just answers the phone and goes, oh, no. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> it's never good. Yeah, he goes, calls he, me halfway I'm the like, week. what? He goes, it's never good when somebody calls mid loan. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not good, man. And so I tell him what's going on. And um, and so, yeah, here's how, the funny thing about the video, though. Uh, if you go watch it, and and you, we were really deliberating on like, oh, man, do we do we admit it? You know what I mean? Like, do we own up to this? This is this is real. You know, like uh, like you know, kind of our job is to be able to try and give you guys like a real taste of what these cars are like. Well, this is real. You know, if you watch the video, the whole time before it hit the mailbox, I'm like. I'm gonna freaking hit a mailbox with this car. This car is an animal, you know? And then sure enough, you hit the mailbox. So like, we're sitting there going, do we do we pretend it never happened? Do we own up to it? If we own up to it, you know, there's a, a kind of a delicate line. I mean, you look, it wasn't a case of 
carelessness or abuse. It was a case of a monster car doing monster things, you know? And so we didn't want to cry about it, you know, like, but we didn't want to take it too lightly and, and, you know, come across as jackass or just, you know, a bunch of jerks or whatever. So we went ahead and did some filming and didn't know if we'd ever put it on, on the video or not. We ended up doing it. But the hilarious thing about the Mopar Nation is like, I, I haven't read the comments. I, I can't go back and read that crap because I knew it was going to be brutal, right? I haven't but, read every single comment like, and I'm so confused by, by how everyone reacts. By and large, all these Mopar guys are like, yeah, yeah, you hit a mailbox. That's like, what, <laughs> welcome to the brotherhood. What happened? Yeah, one guy's like, welcome to the Mopar Brotherhood, fellas. You know, and like all these guys don't give a damn that we like plowed through a mailbox. What they lose their shit over <laughs> And I didn't know, I'm not like a Mopar fanatic. I mean, I love Mopars, but like not to that degree. What they lose their shit over is apparently the red eye has a green belt, right? The regular- Green supercharger belt. Green supercharger belt. The regular Hellcat is if it was just, you know, as if it was nothing, as a black supercharger belt. Well, in uh, the part of the video where the hood was up, we were in a, uh, an old cotton mill from like turn of the century or even before that or something. And it was dark in there, and that's the effect we were going for was this kind of ominous look. And uh, and our our videographer, you know, went back in post editing and darkened some stuff up to make it look kind of sketchy and scary and all that to fit the car. Anyway, in the process of doing that, the the dark green the belt. belt went black. You black. know, that's kind of what happens. Um, so these Mopar guys start losing their shit, saying that that's not a real. You know, that's not a real red eye. That's just a Hellcat. You guys are frauds. And we're like, wait. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I don't know, man. You guys know your Mopars. All I can tell you is what Mopar told me that they gave me. You know, and it kind of started there. And they're like, oh, y'all are lying. And, and, it, and anyway, that's kind of what led to us talking about this. Because in the middle of all these comments, we kind of realized these guys don't know what the hell we're talking about when we talk about press card, dollar car, or whatever, that they're, they're not getting it. And yeah. uh, there was one dude on there in particular that, I mean, bless his heart, man, he was trying to write what he thought was a big wrong, you know, he thought we were mm -hmm. trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes, and it's like, dude, I'll give it to you, you know your Mopars, but you're not, you're you know, you're he's like, I need for proof a picture of you standing next to the car at the body shop with the VIN number in the picture and the, I'm like, dude. Like, the car's gone. They came Ron and took this car. And took it away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Two guys came in one car, one guy jumped in the, in the red eye and they took off. I don't know mm. what state it's in. I don't know, like literally, I don't know what state it's in, if it's fixed or wrecked. I also yep. don't know what state it's in, if it's in Georgia or back in you know Detroit I have no idea um, so we just thought we whatever would shed some light on that like that's how you know the press car the dollar car thing all of that works and by the way you don't necessarily have to be like a print magazine by any means um, yeah. this is something that you know if you guys you know have a uh, you know, and even you have a website. To have an audience and a you have to have a, an audience and a platform. I don't. And Instagram's probably not going to do it for you. No. But I hear some of these uh, press car guys, the the guys that bring the cars out and that schedule the drop offs and stuff, tend to um, 
you know, they're saying, dude, like you guys are kind of one of the last print, you know, that that get it. A lot of it is bloggers now and stuff like that. Um, so maybe it's something that you guys should learn about press cars, dollar cars and whatever and investigate that kind of stuff because there is opportunities there. You do have to earn it. You, you can't start a website tomorrow and then next Tuesday go get your dollar cards. You know what I mean? You have to have some sort of an established site. Uh, and there is some red tape and that's by design. Um, you know, so, so you got to get through that. But then, um, you know, like we, it, like it happened to be a um, Challenger Hellcat Red Eye. And a lot of times they do give you like the, you know, the top of the line model. That's not unusual. Like, that was the other thing these guys that were commenting just couldn't believe we'd have a red eye. I'm like, well, why can't you believe that Mopar would give the top of the line model to the people that are reviewing the cars? That's very common. Like, when we get a Forerunner, it's usually a TRD Pro. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, a, it, it, if you're getting a Mustang, it's usually a GT, for example. Um, Think about it like a restaurant, you know? Like, yeah. if, if a true food critic is going in there, you give him the best yeah. steak. You I don't mean, give yeah. him the one in the back that's been there for <laughs> five days. If they're bringing days. you a Chevy truck, it's got, you know, it's the high country. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, they're not giving you the work truck. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's not that unusual. Uh, the The crazy thing about it is, like, a lot of times you don't, like we don't know what we're gonna get you know like i mean i think they brought that car they brought that car on that particular instance on a tuesday i found out about it on a monday mm. so sometimes it's a minivan sometimes it's a freaking hellcat red eye you know um it all just depends and it all kind of just comes in lumps sometimes depending on when the cars are dropping and stuff like that yeah um, and when you uh when you go out and you decide to Pun a mailbox with a red eye, you know, and then they give you a minivan shortly after. It kind of feels like somebody's putting baby in the corner. <laughs> that was because I was going to Disney. We were trying to play it up like I got punished and got a minivan, but um, yeah, I felt like I was going to say one other thing about it. And I can't remember. Oh, that's the other big question everybody's been because the freaking video, you know, got out there on YouTube and. So everybody that I meet, you know, <laughs> whether they're in the car circles with me or just freaking in the local community, they're all like, oh, what happens? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what happens in the case of me punting the mailbox and the Challenger? Like, I don't know. I hadn't really heard from them, to be honest. Um, it, and it could be anything. I mean, I've heard situations from, you know, old school people that have been in media forever, like sometimes they freak, you know, sometimes they'll be like, how could it happen? And it's like, how could this 800 horsepower muscle car <laughs> tank of a, yeah, you know, like, yeah. How and sometimes, I mean, like I, I say, we've never had this instance before. That's not totally true. Yousef, a couple years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't in the car, but I was with him. Uh, we, when the new Tacoma first came out, um, we got one of those and we and it was a little TRD off road. And we were like, man, we should, we, we really need to take this thing off road and see what it'll do. Mm -hmm. So we went to one of the local trails and uh, had my Jeep and a, and a buddy out there in his Jeep. And then the Tacoma, and we were trying to kind of see, okay, where's the limits? Where's this thing gonna get stuck or bottom out? Or how's, you know, the overhang and all of that. Anyway, Yousef was, and he wouldn't mind me saying this, it was a dumbass thing to do, just like, just like leaving the traction control. These <laughs> things happen. I mean, like, you guys gotta understand, you're in a car that a lot of times you haven't had a lot of seat time in, and it especially comes into play when it's 800 horsepower and, and you know, and stuff like that. But like, 
it, so like with Yusef, we took him, you know, he was in this car, he hadn't had a lot of seat time in, he's in the woods, he's out of his element, that's not really like his thing, and for some yusef reason, he had the mirrors pulled in, I guess we were going through something tight or something, and he wanted the full experience, so he's closing the mirrors, and then we got into something real tight, it was like, okay, we got to back out of this, and he was um, backing out using the little techie infotainment video camera rather than the mirrors in his neck and he ended up so I, I guess you guys can't see this if it's a podcast but basically he was looking behind him while he was turning and there was a tree on the side of him right so he just kind of went and turned like the whole freaking driver's side of the cab into this tree um and and dude the feeling man I, I can't explain it to you guys it is an absolute pit of your stomach sickness because it's not like, you know, if that was my Hellcat and I blew up a mailbox, I'd be like, God dang it. Now I have to call my buddies and catch hell and have them, you know, get my painter buddy to help me paint this thing and all. There's none of that. You just feel sick because there's nothing, there's no responsibility. You know, yeah, now <laughs> someone else's problem. Yeah, here, you're just, you got to call and you got to, like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry, God. So anyway, Yusef was feeling that real bad. And, um, and, you know, Toyota at the time, and Toyota's really, Toyota is really good to media overall. Um, they're really in tune, but yeah, so Yusef, you know, went in a little corner somewhere and went to call, and the guy from Toyota was like, listen, you're okay, everybody's okay, let me put this in perspective, like, you're okay. You know, like they're like one of the questions on the questionnaire, like was there fatalities, and you're like, oh my god, was no. There god, no, like oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't even think, like you know, like it, no, it's not like that. I freaking he hit a tree, you know, and the guy was like, dude, that one time when we see each other at Seymour or something, let me tell you about the time I managed to rip a sliding door off a minivan or something like that, <laughs> you know, and then he just made you stuff feel a lot better, and and at the end of the conversation, Toyota was kind of like. So do you need another car? And Yusuf was like, what? And they were like, did you finish? Did you get what you had to get? And, and he was like, no, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. So it's, you know, it's anywhere from that to, you know, I had a, a buddy that used to be around a lot of the magazines back in the day that uh, he was telling me one time when the C5 Vet first came out, so this would have been like 97, they had some sort of uh, track day, media day where they brought, you know, these guys out and they were kind of messing with, I don't know, a dozen cars or something. Um, on the track and somebody balled one up like bad and uh, and from what I heard that day Chevy just took them all and went home and we just, got the whole fleet okay game over you know and everybody <laughs> went home so yeah I don't know I haven't heard from uh, Mopar yet to be honest makes me a little uneasy but then again no news is kind of okay news I don't know I don't, I don't really I mean how hard do I want to push it look it's Mopar so I'm not gonna lie. I expected them to be a little more cool and understanding about it, um, just because of the way the brand image is for Mopar. Like I expected that thing to show up with a bottle of whiskey and the the passenger seat. <laughs> it smells like booze. You know, it's got glitter in it. <laughs> yeah, it smells like booze, and you know there, there's some some random girl's phone number written on a, a napkin with you know lipstick smeared on it, and uh, you just expect that from their <laughs> commercials <me>. and <laughs> call me. <laughs> you know, they're, they're commercials. Like, they're, they are the badasses. You know, they're the bad boys of the industry right now. They, uh, they're one of the few companies out there still running, like, true print ads props. Thanks, well, guys. 
Um, and one of their ads was, was showing the new demon, and it was basically showing how the car is not allowed on, you know, uh, tracks. Hey, as far as drag strips yeah. anymore. It just said, sorry, not sorry. Uh, long story <laughs> short, it's hard to visualize. But it was a badass ad. Everything that they do is so badass and awesome, it kind of sucks that they're a little bit being well, weenies about this. Well, I don't know if they're being weenies. I haven't heard anything. So, like, That's... it's it's either, you know, they're, they're blackballing me, or else it's going to be like, we'll see them at SEMA, and they'll buy us shots and say, <laughs> welcome to the Mopar Brotherhood, fellas. You know, like, Maybe. I don't know <laughs> which way it's going to go. I, yeah, I mean, regardless... Like, regardless, I've, I'm kind of a Mopar fan. And it's not even, like, the cars. It's, like you were saying, it's the attitude of the brand. Like, they are selling the sizzle, and I am buying into it. You know what I mean? I love the fact that when the Demon came out, you know, like, they're just attacking all this autonomy and all that. They're like, the more they try and take people out of the cars, we're more, we're, the more we're going to put the driver in the car. The more they do this, the more, you know, like, they're just, they're, I really like where the brand is going. I absolutely love um, the Hellcat Red Eye. I haven't driven a Hellcat, so I've only driven like the SRT and then the uh, Red Eye. And it is freaking insane. It is the damn wild horse that like I knew was going to buck me off. And it did. And I still want to get back on it. You know, does it scare me? Shit, yeah, it does. But like I still, I, I, I love the car I think maybe even more now than before the mailbox incident. You know, it's just, it's just, it's so, it is such a sledgehammer of a car. Like if we're being real, is it a good car? No, but that's not what you're buying when you buy the Hellcat Red. You're not buying a scalpel. You're not buying the NSX that we had like before the Red Eye. You know, like... A brutal sledgehammer. You are buying, <laughs> yeah, you're buying a feeling that is getting, you know, more and more gone from cars, right? You're buying the danger. Like, that's what that car, that's the allure of that car is the holy shit. This thing is freaking unreal. Like, this is not, this is, this is wants to kill itself and you. This thing is kamikaze. This is, I cannot believe that this exists, you know, and that it's just, that's what that car is all about. It's just a big because we can car. It's um, it's like I said in the video, man. Like Mopar with the horsepower numbers has just run away from everybody. Now they're just building cars that are just beating their last car. Their last car is still beating everybody up. You know what I mean? Like it's just it, it's just insane. So I, you know, there's absolutely a, a beauty in it um, that attracts me even after it tried to kill me. <laughs> Still want it. It's, I mean, it is for sure a true muscle car in the days where you see the Mustang turning more into a sports car and less of a muscle car, which I'm cool with. It made me like the Mustang more, but I respect the hell out of Dodge for sticking with their roots and saying it's going to be straight up muscle. It's not going to handle great. It's going to be heavy. It's going to do wheel stands off of the line. You know, It's a big problem. Like, yeah. it, it, is like, it is like that stripper, man, that you're just like... This is a problem. I don't need to be anywhere near this. Yet you can't walk away. You know, like it's just it's 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 awesome. Somebody's got to do it, and I'm really glad. Well, it, that's the thing, and maybe nobody does have to do it, but I'm really glad that Mopar is committing themselves to that in like an environment where people are kind of running away from that. Yeah. Um. 
So anyway, whatever. I don't know. I, I guess that's kind of it. We just, you know, we were, we were, me and Mike were talking, you know, amongst ourselves about these comments. And it was kind of like, I don't think this dude even understands what the hell a press card is. You know, I think that's what he's getting hung up on. And so then we we're like, we should just, you know what? We should just explain. Um, so yeah, that's that. Hopefully he'll watch. He probably won't watch. And if he does watch, he'll still not believe us until <laughs> he was very adamant yeah no good for him i mean you know like i <laughs> like i like i said i don't read the comments and casey texted me the comment and i was out there riding my mountain bike and i got the text and i was like this son of a bitch and i like got all i'm like i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna express my feelings and then i realized nah like i mean like dude like this i mean and it put yourself in his mind he thinks that he's writing a wrong. He's calling, you know what I mean? And so there ain't nothing that you can do to change somebody's mind like that besides get into some pissing match. So, um, you know, whatever. Good eye on his part to notice the color of the belt. Unfortunately, he doesn't know about post-editing or dollar cars. He knows a shit pile about Mopar, so. Yeah. All right, man. Well... How long is this? Hey, it's been 28 minutes. That's about perfect. There you go. All right, guys. All right, that's enough. Shut it off. <laughs> yeah, see you guys. Hope you're where you. you need to be.